can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, I'm Kristen Amiot. It's Monday, January 1. From World Cup wins to shock resignations and heated debates about the spirit of the game, 2023 was a huge year in cricket. As our national men's team gears up to take on Pakistan in the Sydney Test on Wednesday, we're taking a look back at some of the moments that made it great for diehard fans and casual observers alike. In this special episode of The Front, I'm joined by Fox cricket expert and former Australian vice-captain Brad Haddon. For a few weeks in July, you couldn't open a newspaper, scroll on social media or flick on the TV without being thrust into a debate about the spirit of cricket. Speaking of the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese's British counterpart, Rishi Sunak, he said overnight that the Australians didn't uphold the spirit of cricket. I know you're a cricketing fan, but have the English got to get over it and accept that they just lost? They are sore losers. They are sore losers, Pete. And uh, no one likes a, a, a sore loser. I mean, we really... Athletes, punters and politicians, past and present, were up in arms about a controversial dismissal of England's Johnny Bairstow. It was the final day of the second Ashes test at Lords, and Bairstow had stepped outside the crease while the ball was live. Australia's wicketkeeper, Alex Carey, saw his chance and stumped the number seven. Oh, now, this is going to be interesting. Johnny Bairstow's walked out of his crease here. This could well be out. I don't think there was a call of over. Johnny Bairstow's ducked and then walked out of his crease. Alex Carey's just thrown the ball at the stumps and hit them. Australia's men's test team, accused of cheating by a riled-up English crowd, retained the ashes when the series ended in a draw. The Bairstow controversy came early in what would be a stellar run for the Australian men. Just one month earlier, in June, they bowled India out for 234 runs in the final to win the World Test Championship. Australian Travis Head was named the player of the match for clocking up 163 runs in the first innings. Gets this one away. Test century in the ultimate test for Australia's most attacking batter. Travis Head's done it in just 106 balls and it's his first 100. Head would put on an equally heroic performance in the one-day International World Cup final in November. A hundred for Travis Head on the biggest of stages. He joins the legends, Ponting and Gilchrist, as an Australian to make a hundred in the World Cup final. It's an innings of substance. His team loves it. And the crowd again are silent. It was a competition defined by uncertainty but punctuated by sensational moments, like that record-breaking ton from Glenn Maxwell. A second World Cup ton for Glenn Maxwell, his third in ODIs, and on the same ground and the same pitch as Aidan Markram set the record not long ago, Maxwell has obliterated it by nine balls. He has now picked up the fastest World Cup 100 of all time, just 40 deliveries. And it was Australia who added another World Cup trophy to the cabinet. Bang. He'll come back for two. 
and Australia win the World Cup for the sixth time and in front of 120,000 people they've upstaged the home team in magnificent fashion and the party begins If you look at what this team's done over the last six months. Brad Haddon is a Fox cricket expert. They had that amazing campaign in the World Cup where they peaked at just the right time to beat an Indian team that leading into that game was faultless. We got our tournament play spot on. We peaked at the right time. Our senior players and, and our captain, and I think that'll be a really big legacy piece for his leadership the way he rallied the troops and got them together after a slow start in the, in the World Cup. And they're a hungry cricket team and they'll want to have a home summer where, if I'm honest, they won't want anyone to take a game off them. They'll be hungry again to dominate and, and that's when we're playing at our best. My name is Manny Karoudis and I'm a former New South Wales policeman turned investigative reporter with a passion for missing persons cases. I'm here to quickly tell you about our True Crime Australia podcast, The Missing. In this series, I look at old missing persons cases which have all gone cold in an attempt to try and uncover new information which could help see these missing people reunited with their loved ones or any form of clue that could bring these families closure. The Missing is available now wherever you get your podcasts and early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts. The hunger is palpable in the women's game too. Back in February, Australia's most dominant sporting team clinched a record sixth T20 World Cup win over the South African hosts. And the legend that is this Australian cricket team creates yet another awe-inspiring chapter. It is their second hat-trick of T20 World Cup trophies. The Australian women's cricket team holds 13 out of a possible 20 international titles, including a Commonwealth Games gold medal. And Haddon says it's only going to get bigger. I think you just have to look at the success of the Big Bash. So what it does do is show that the women's game, yes, we've got an unbelievable Australian cricket team led by Alyssa Healy now. It's a dominant team that keep every challenge in front of them, that they grow. But what we've got now is depth. We've got players like Phoebe Lynchfield, for example, that that has come in and she could go down as one of our best players ever. The power she has in the game and the craft she has with the bat for someone so young is good signs. you got Annabelle Sutherland. I noticed that her name was at top of a lot of the lists for an IPL franchise. So they're getting the rewards, not only here now, but recognition around the world. And you're going to have to be a good team to beat them. They win everything that's in front of them. But what they do do is they don't worry about the opposition. They just keep getting better and better as a team. And the kids coming through are going to put some pressure on the players in there now, which is always a healthy environment to have. Australia's national women's team are currently in India for a multi-format series comprised of a test, three ODIs and three T20 matches. Notably absent from that series is Meg Lanning, who unexpectedly retired from the game in November following a long absence. I guess being part of a really special team for so long and working together with them has been my life essentially for 13 years. Um, I know nothing other than that and um, I've learnt so much and I've had so many incredible opportunities. I'm sad that it's finishing up but it's time to move on and go and experience other things other than playing cricket. 
which I'm really excited about. Lanning is a true great of the game. She scored more runs across any format than any Australian in history and has lifted more World Cup trophies than any other cricketer. I think with Meg, the legacy she left is very similar to someone of, of Ricky Ponting. We've seen Ricky, once he's finished his time at cricket, the insight that he's given on the commentary, his understanding of the game. And it's disappointing that we've lost Meg so young. I think she still had some really good cricket. But I hope she has some sort of role in, in maybe commentating different games. She's obviously got a really analytical mind and a great tactics in there. So I'd like to hear from that. I'd like to hear her views on the game because she captained probably one of the most successful teams, not only in Australian cricket, but in world cricket. Lanning's absence will no doubt be keenly felt in 2024, but the game is only getting bigger. Last year, it was announced that cricket would appear on the Olympic roster for the first time in more than a century. The host city of the Games of the 33rd Olympiad 2024 and the host city of the Games of the 34th Olympiad 2028, Paris 24, Los Angeles 28. The opportunity it presents for both veterans of the game and -and up-and-comers is almost unfathomable. If you go through your whole career, yes, it's great to win a World Cup, it's great to retain ashes, but... Imagine being able to finish your career with a gold medal and being the village and experience being part of not only a little cricket team, but being part of a bigger team in the Australian Olympic team. So that's a pretty big carrot for anyone to be involved with. I know I'd love to be sitting here now saying I'm an Olympic gold medalist. So they've got a unique opportunity to finish their career as Olympic gold medalist, which is pretty special. Brad Haddon is a Fox cricket expert. You can follow all the action from the third test at the Sydney Cricket Ground on Wednesday at theaustralian.com.au. A troubled young woman. Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.